0: Welcome to At The Whiteboard. I'm Nicole North, and I'm your host. This season on At The Whiteboard, we're focusing on everything leadership, learning, and development. We have a ton of great guests ready to share their knowledge. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Welcome to At The Whiteboard. We're so pleased to have Janice Lau as our, Lau Pearson, as our esteemed guest and colleague this, this morning. <laughs> Thank you for the esteem intro.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, Janice. Tell our listeners all about you and what you're, what you're working on these days. Oh my God. What am I working on these days? A lot
1: of things. So I am... First and foremost, a mom of two, my kids are nine and 12, turning into uh, 10 and 13 this year. Um, I am a marketer by trade, uh, 25 years of experience, 2021 is a pivotal year for me that I have um, pivoted from corporate to entrepreneurship. Woo-hoo. and. Yeah. And, uh, giving it a go as a self-employed person. Uh, I, my, my passion is about sustainability. My passion is about it, intersecting, uh, my, my trade, which is marketing with making an impact, you know, being conscious of impact, um, profit with impact. Uh, and that's kind of where I am right now it's a
0: very exciting time I love it we're so happy to have you here and can can we can I share like my best known fact about you Janice (laughs) yes please do I don't don't actually I I don't even know if this is actual fact or it's just rumor and hearsay, but I have come to know it as complete fact in that, um, Janice, at some point in your marketing career, you uh, came up with the idea for Toonie Tuesday at KFC. Is that correct?
1: I was <laughs> certainly at the group that launched it. Okay, yes, well, okay. i certainly the group that are, there's like a lot of people that tested this idea that but certainly the group uh, and the team that launched the infamous Toony Tuesday. I mean, come on,
0: but it I mean, created
1: quite the stir, d- didn't it?
0: I mean, it, it, does it still exist? I, I think it does. N- well, no, Toony no? isn't
1: inflated to who knows how, what it is today.
0: <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Well, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, KFC has a Toonie Tuesday deal where for $2 you could get whatever. And if we have any US listeners, a Toonie is what we call our $2 coin. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that that's Toonie Tuesday. But in my mind, I guess I'll have to reframe my language to Janice was on the team that was responsible for launching Toonie Tuesday. But <laughs> I, I I'll, I'm just going to go with my own story in my head, but I wanted to make sure we didn't publicly misrepresent you.
1: Well, I did also want to step on toes of people that also thought they launched Tuny Tuesday, but
0: I certainly <laughs> was the one that
1: carried over the line, you know.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we're so pleased to have Janice uh, with us today, um, you know, and as, as we kind of relaunch the At the Whiteboard podcast, I wanted to make it a collaborative space where uh, Whiteboard can share some of the. Uh, best tips, tricks and tools in the industry that help leaders help people help organizations be their best selves. And so one of the reasons I wanted to bring Janice on the podcast was because this year, um, she went to a Tony Robbins uh, event. And in, you know, classic Seinfeld, I know, what's the deal with Tony Robbins? (laughs) I kind of want to know. Um, you know, and you know you you have to understand me. I'm kind of a marketer's dream. I think I'm like a marketer's unicorn. You know, Janice just came back, said it was amazing, and within I think a week, I had signed up for the next session uh, because i don't I don't really even need any facts or details, but if someone tells me something's amazing, uh, I, I use that as enough of a testimonial to make the choice myself. So I went and suddenly you know signed up for Tony Robbins, but I don't even know what I'm getting into. <laughs> So I thought we would have, uh, you know, a whole uh, a session a chat today about why you need Tony Robbins in your life. Slash, what's the deal with Tony <laughs> Robbins? So yeah, start off. Let's start off with like what what was the catalyst that made you decide to to go? Well, I, I I'll tell you. Uh,
1: I literally stumbled on, upon like his virtual unleash your power um, early on in the year um, as. As I was leaving my corporate job, you know, I was spending a lot of time, uh, you, you know, um, you know, self-care, right? Improving yourself, reading lots of articles, listening to lots of motivational speaker, really just have to get the fire in me. And uh, I'm sure my search history has, you know, <laughs> that's why all these ads were serving it up to me. <laughs> and, and so... Um earlier in the year there was like a free session on YouTube. He was hosting like a three or four day session, three hour day, and it was free. And I'm like, free for sure? <laughs> uh, we'll I use mean, my dad's phrase.
0: It, totally if it's like free. Bait. Like it's I, for me.
1: <laughs> I bit, you know, I, I took the bite, I took the bait, and I'm like, okay. Um, I'm sure by day two they're gonna be like, okay, if you want to keep going, it's eight hundred dollars, right? <laughs> so out of curiosity, um, I signed up. I've always been a fan of Tony Robbins. Let's let's start with that. Like I, lo- I love listening to all these YouTube you know, uh, excerpt of some of his um, teachings or some of his speaking. And he's a fantastic storyteller, first and foremost. He might be very controversial. Like you ask anyone about Tony Robbins, you'll probably get equal number of people thinking you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that it is a cult or like that, all kinds of things that have been said about him and people that follow him. But, you know, the free thing, I'm like, what do I have to lose? So I signed up and, you know, it came a time where I was at a crossroad. I was looking to break through and his uh, whole course is about unleash your power within. I mean, why not? So it really hooked me into, you know, um this course and if I can boil it down and then from there subsequently led to his virtual unleash your power which was by the way what you have to look forward to is a four day course literally 12 hour day like there's no official break for food or pee or can I say that? Like there's (laughs) nothing like you literally just go 12 hour day. I remember the first night I was in bed with my laptop and he was still talking. (laughs) <laughs> and literally, the next day you would start again at ten a.m. Um, but the there's a, a madness to his method where you know you you jump a lot, you you're up, you're yelling, you're using a your whole body, uh, and ultimately it's about changing your mindset and fundamentally shifting paradigms. And what it boils down for me, and I'm sure everyone takes away a different. Um, uh, I have different takeaways for me it is about uh divorcing your limitations the thoughts all these limitations that you had for yourself is about you know completely divorcing that story and think about how life could be limitless uh and from there you know how do you approach life and live an extraordinary life and like I think that's beautiful And I never had an opportunity to really have spent the time and think about that. You always frame your success around. um, And a lot of people do this. And I did. I frame my success around my career. You know, I was so bound to uh, where I worked and my title. and, And I thought, you know, that was me. And in a way, we all, when we're in it, we're all guilty of it. And people, you know, held their head up a little higher because they have that big title. But meanwhile, when you really boil it down, what really is important to you, that's not even really matter. <laughs> sure, okay, it gets used to a certain point. But what makes you really happy at the end of the day? And, and I think going through that really just put me in different mindset and, and propel me and, and,
0: and unleash me, if you will. That's so so exciting! I'm so I'm so pumped for it. And I remember I, <laughs> I I told my husband Tom, and he was like, "I've always wanted to go to Tony Robbins." I'm like, "Well, we're going." Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna That's be exciting. So much fun. So, what was it like? I mean, it described to me, uh, you know, I mean, I've been virtual training for the last year and a bit, and. You know, I I think of myself as a pretty stimulating and exciting trainer, but this sounds next level. What what is it? Yeah. Tell me what it what what a day kind of looks like. Oh, okay. So, it's an immersive
1: experience in a sense that you are, uh, you know, sure you, you're sitting down and listening, but. Honestly, half the time you're on your feet, you're, ju- you're jumping up and down because they need to get, you know, you're excited. I like get your neurons firing and, and so you're, it's physical um, and it's vocal. So it is different than you know a lot of things I've been part of because on um, training you just think of okay I'm gonna sit here I'm gonna pay attention and and that was my job but this is no you're participating you're on Zoom you're seeing your fellow group people everybody is like holding up different signs uh, it is very active and it is exhausting at the end of the day you are tired because you've been playing you've been playing it out fully for 12 full hours and actually the first night um it was the first night or was the second night uh that uh we we all everyone broke like literally karate chop and broke through a, a wood board <laughs> and it symbolizes you know you're breaking through and I mean okay retrospectively like was so a really thin board it was quite easy to break through but it's just a symbolism of hey we're building you up to this point like you can do this like in your mind if you never thought you could do this like look how easy that was and yeah. uh so I think i it's very memorable at the end of the day because it's not just you're sitting there you're you're just you know making notes sure there's part of that but seeing everybody so involved and honestly you laugh you cry i have to prepare you very emotional experience because it gets deep into what do you want who are you where, where are you at you know what do you want to be how do you want your life to turn out so very deep question this is not just one it's not just a a leadership or or you know a certain aspect in, in at work it is about mastering your life so it gets very spiritual as well how
0: interesting and so what, what's the deal with the the long day why why no breaks why so many hours in a row i mean it it, you know it makes the, the 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 trainer in me kind of cringe like what's the what's the benefit or value to that or is that the is that the brainwashing component <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> honestly I I can't tell you why <clears throat> why there's no set breaks like because honestly at one point I I didn't actually that they could have done a better job at communicating when to start when you have a break um I, I don't know. I think he's known for really long immersive days, and I think he does a lot of Im, um improv in terms of if he feels the crowd giving him certain energy, if it feels like he can go off on a certain tangent. He will, so he doesn't want to lock down a certain time. That's my that's totally personal. <clears throat> excuse me, feedback. Um, but he is captivating, and he. He's an amazing storyteller. Uh, his story, his origin is so authentic. like he came from hardship and um, you know for him to go from who he was to, to today, you have to give him a lot of respect. Uh, and along the way like, he, he just come across very, very genuine and that's personally how I take it
0: and and that's why it worked for me. Fascinating. And, and what do you, so I, I have to make a, a connection to leadership only because that's, you know, my, my big passion and, yeah. and something that's so important to me. Yeah, I start to think about what, what analogs do we have to what Tony Robbins was, be, was able to create? I mean, to get, I mean, it's funny because I, I didn't know you were going into it until afterwards but I remember that entire week you know across my social media seeing all these people filming their experiences you know and yeah. and, uh, and I was like wow well, who are all these people going to tony Robbins and and why are they doing this uh, and and how does he get them so engaged to be jumping up and down and doing all of this stuff so I'm so intrigued to see it you know live and experience it for myself but from a leadership perspective what's like the analog takeaway like what is it that he was able to do that maybe as leaders we can do to inspire motivate and engage our people using some of those tools yeah
1: I mean there is without a doubt the man is talented uh, as a storyteller he captivates your attention when he speaks uh, his bigger than life physique and uh, uh the way he come across it, you just can't help but you're you're drawn into him so that's that's a talent and I'm sure he mastered it over years and years of doing this um but ultimately I think why people follow him to me, authenticity is off the chart. He's so authentic um, in the way he, w- how he talks about he wants to help people. Sure, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's a business, and before this gone t- to virtual, I would probably never have the opportunity to attend it because it's thousands of dollars a ticket. Um, because. There's limit in big stadium and arena. This this virtual uh, unleash of power was, I think, thirty or forty thousand people. Wow! All at once. So the so he was able to make it very affordable for for any average person. The fact that you know it's a business, but also at the same time, he's so focused on serving others and helping and authentically, you know, leading by example. You know telling you know his beginning was rough and he has so much adversity um, but his stories like I you know I was many of you and we share the same story but your past does not dictate or predict or dictate your future uh, it really it has nothing to do with what you can achieve just because your past was rough or you had adversity in life so first and foremost, authenticity is is was it just came off uh, in this virtual training, uh, and I think the way he breaks it down and into, uh, you know, people often focus on the technical skill set, right? Um, but he does he talks about equally important is mastering your emotion right mastering your uh, the way you look at things how you w- your perspective at everything that come at you in life because only if you ma- can master emotions can you master your life so I-, I think that it's just a way of getting deep into people's psyche and really uh, aligning all your values and make him make him this incredible trainer
0: incredible and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull uh from what you said I was I was taking notes vigorously as you talked to kind of really pull on this because if you know here's someone that can get 40,000 people to dramatically shift their mindset to dramatically um, impact their business lives their work lives their personal lives And at the end of the day, as as leaders in organizations and companies, as entrepreneurs, that's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. We are trying to Mm -hmm. impact people. We are trying to encourage. We are trying to lead. We are trying to inspire the people that work for us to achieve really great things. Yes. And so if I want to pull from what you, you know, because... At the end of the day, you know Tony Robbins is basically acting as a, a leader of, of millions. Yes. Right, and he's yes. he's getting them to change behaviors, change habits, change the way they do things, and yes. tap into their talents. And so, if I pulled it from what you said, from that um, authenticity, right, this idea yeah. of being genuinely authentic and real and vulnerable, right? Yes. You know, if we talk about, you know, that on the podcast last year, we had, uh, we did a lot of work on, on Brene Brown's dare to lead. And I'm so passionate about that, that vulnerability as a leader, that ability to say, I'm not perfect. I don't know. I struggle with this too. I also can't do this. I also have this problem that allows your, your team members to kind of align with you and be like, okay okay, yeah. you also can't do this. It gives people this, um, this hope, this sense of possibility, this sense of teamwork, you know, so yes. that's a big one. Um, you know, the, the piece about being genuine, something that's always being a, a tenet of uh, what I teach in being <laughs> leadership is how can you be completely caring and genuinely caring about people and their circumstances, yes. right? That. Ruth's age old. I'm going to, you know, Ruth's, I'm sure going to be a a theme throughout this podcast because it's strange for me to be doing this without her Uh um, is, you know, kindness and curiosity leaves no room for anger and resentment. So this idea of genuine concern, genuine curiosity about about people and their circumstances and their talents that helps tap people. in. it says, take away the perceptions you have, take away the, um, the upbringing that you may have had, take away, mm-hmm. peel away all those things. Mm-hmm. They don't define you. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, certainly I- I've had experiences with leaders where, you know, you're kind of pigeonholed. Oh, you know, Nicole, y- you will do, you know, the financial grunt work for mm-hmm. this person. Cause that you're good at, or I've labeled you as not capable of doing this. And so I've written you off as a possibility instead yep. of, what Tony is able to do, which is to say, no, 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 no. I, I believe there is potential here. We don't know what it is, but let's, let's find it together. And I like that, that idea yes. of camaraderie, this, this bringing along. He, he genuinely, I mean, at
1: least it comes across that you feel that he cares about every single person. And he believes that every single person has the power within, right? So no one is written off when you come to one of these things. So I think that's why it's so powerful too. But when you said it, you know, vulnerability, you know, he cries like throughout this thing, cause he gets so emotional and you just feel like, oh my God, this is a human. It has emotion. I mean, how many times in corporation have you come across a leader that should ever show emotion? I, I There's not, they don't. They're, they're emotionless, uh, most of the time uh, in my, in my past, um, maybe they're rare, rare one or two of them. Uh, and when you are, you know, going through the motion, asking your employees, how are they doing? And, but you don't actually really mean it or or actually listening or actually retaining any of that stuff. People see right through you. That's the other thing is being, try to just practice it, but totally fake. So, you know, how do we get leaders to be genuinely caring and showing authenticity like is that something I would love to ask you is that something you can teach
0: wow I believe that there are parts of it that are naturally um if you even link it to um Myers-Briggs type indicator if you know that and and for those that have listened to the podcast before they know that I'm you know I'm a certified practitioner so this is an easy uh, lens for me to take but you know people are going to have a natural preference for feeling or for thinking Mm -hmm. Um, and we can develop both of those sides and so your preference for feeling uh, means that as you as you process information as you go to make decisions um, you often think of people first. Um, mm-hmm. versus someone with a preference for thinking um, is able to very objectively uh, pull pull away at the layers and and say you know this is a business decision this isn't about people and so i feel like many leaders are trained to um have that thinking style sit at the forefront um and, and then there's gonna be a natural human preference as well that, that sits behind that. So yes, I believe we can be trained to be mm. more genuine and more caring. I, I think what happens is those with a natural preference for thinking believe that if we could just get to the facts, if we could just get to the issue faster, we can achieve the business results faster. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a misconception because I think when you can tap into people just the way that Tony does, if you can tap into people's emotions and their authentic vulnerable selves, yeah. I think you can in fact reach those business targets faster. I just yeah. think it's not, a, uh, it's not the common way to think about it. So I believe it can be taught, but I think just like exercising muscles, It takes practice, right? Just in the same way, I I have a preference for feeling. So all my decisions come with how is this going to impact someone's feelings, emotions, life first. And then I go to the objective analytical part of it. Um, And so for me, I have to practice using that objective analytical part more. So I think in the same way, someone with a thinking style can objectively learn to do that. What I think is people need to see the benefits. Yeah. Um, or experience the benefits or witness the benefits right. to see what power is there in their, in their teams. There's one, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, that's a really interesting um, um, observation because you're right, you know, stepping outside of it, um, whether, you know, whether you, you subscribe to anything he says or, or the experience But experiencing what happens and see the magic and the power that he has and the ability to captivate 40,000 people or how many of people live, like that in itself is a lesson for all leaders to take away. How does he do it? And how do you apply that or a fraction of that in your day-to-day? And you just spoke to it. It's about... Being open, vulnerable, showing your your teammates, or your employees that you are also human, that we can, we are in it together. That is so powerful.
0: Yeah, and, and I think the last thing that that you said was, um, somehow he he manages to um, align values, and I mm. think that's also such a, and I think especially as we are are leading in a virtual world, this becomes very very challenging to determine you know how do we create this alignment of values that we do have the same perspective we do have the same end goal even if the way that we're going about it is different
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right Mm -hmm. so as leaders we can say okay our objective here is revenue um and and you know janice your objective is really great marketing um and even though it sounds like we're misaligned there is certainly a leadership skill in being able to create alignment between those two paths mm-hmm. so that you are doing what brings you joy, what brings you, uh, what you feel confident, what you feel comfortable in and what you know how to do best. And we can align it with my vision of generating revenue. Right. And I think that in itself is a skill is, is, is how do you get people kind of aligned on a vision even if they seem diametrically opposed.
1: Totally. And, and be empathetic about, you know, each uh-huh. other's position. Yes. Um I think that often, um, I mean, people just often totally um, miss that and, and just go, oh, this is just the way it is and just do it.
0: <laughs> we uh, yeah. have time. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, there's a very uh, distinct line between empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's difficult for people to parse those apart. But I've experienced, you know, I've had a a, a kind of a whirlwind of a year. I've moved yeah. three times. I had a baby. Yeah. We're in a pandemic. Uh, you know, I, my business partner retired. I I took on a, a contract role. I, I'm back at wipe you know, it's been yeah. really a, a whirlwind. And, and occasionally what you sometimes get is this, this sympathy of like, Oh, it's so hard for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. It's been so difficult. <laughs> and, and that's, that that messaging is very different from something like I know um, I know you're how am I going to phrase it? You know, all of our re- resilience has been really tested this year. So yeah. all of that change for me, what what it really it comes out at is my resilience is quite low. It means mm-hmm. i'm i'm less I'm less comfortable with change because I've gone through a little too much of it. I'm a little I'm a little burnt out right like right. we all are right, right. and so it, instead of this sympathy of like oh poor you this is yeah. so hard is more of like okay what what do you have space for what can you handle yeah. like this is difficult and how can we how can we press forward or this yeah. is difficult and you have strength yeah uh, to proceed so there's there, there's a, a I think so often, you know, we hear people talking about empathy and leadership yeah. and often I think what people are thinking of is sympathy and that in fact is absolutely demoralizing yes. and uh, makes you just feel like kind of a sad little individual, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whereas empathy says, I feel for you. I feel with you and let's,
1: right? Yes.
0: As let's And let's.
1: Move together, forward, right? Together. together yes um yeah like s- sympathy so condescending and back it backfires yes. in a
0: nanosecond it's yeah like, s- sympathy adds absolutely n- no value whatsoever no value. No it just value. makes it just makes everyone feel kind of sad and pathetic yeah <laughs> right like so true so absolutely. true absolutely so what do you think um What do you think Tony Robbins can offer? Um, You know, I I certainly can see the experience of of you kind of moving into an entrepreneurial space and what that kind of limitless opportunity offered for you. Um, I'm certainly seeing it from the perspective of, uh, you know, even looking from afar, what lessons in leadership does, does Tony Robbins uh, emulate that make him someone that 40,000 people are sitting at home jumping up and down like wild people. Like I, I watched this on social media. <laughs> and I thought, who are these nut jobs? And yeah. then I found out one of my best friends was one of these nut jobs. So, that, you know, <laughs> so I had to have you on the podcast and say, tell me why you, you know, why are you doing these wild, crazy things?
1: Because oh I God. think
0: that to me was the the magic, like what is it that he does that inspires people to do things that you wouldn't expect? And I think as leaders, that's what thats what we want. We wanna have a team member and say, wow, I, I managed to get them to do something totally out of their wheelhouse. I managed to get them to succeed in a way that I didn't even think possible. And I think that to me is kind of uh, magical and exciting.
1: I, I think the most magical thing coming out of it is that he make he he makes you believe you can defy all odds. Right. Oh
0: that, wow. It, but imagine that's imagine that's how you describe your boss at work. My yeah. boss, let's think about it. My boss makes me feel like I can defy all odds. Yes. Isn't that wild? Isn't that, you like, no way. Like how, never. Have you had a, bo- can you say you've had a boss that made you feel like you could defy all odds? Never, never, right? Most of the
1: time, I mean, the best boss I've had was maybe a person that surely he believed in me and he let me do what whatever I want and kind of drive my own destiny, but not really there to say, we're in this together. We're going to defy all odds. No,
0: never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to, I have to title this podcast, Defy All Odds with defy. Tony Robbins, right? Like, Defy All Odds with Janice L. Pearson. <laughs> but like, I mean, that's, that's the leader I would want to be. Imagine. I, I, if, if, if I, uh, leading a team, I, I want to be the leader that they said, that that's what they said about me. Nicole yeah. made me feel like I could defy all odds. I mean, it's a feeling,
1: right? Whether it's true or not, I feel like every day I can defy all odds. <laughs> that is incredible. Have...
0: Actually, you just like yes, I have I have chills, girl. I, I also have chills. I've got like a, you know, and maybe just because I haven't had lunch yet, something is something is <laughs> tingling, you know, in my gut and saying like <laughs> It, you know if you know maybe it's the title of my next leadership program <laughs> That that is a
1: very lofty very lofty but he he did it he certainly makes everyone feel like they don't have any limit and if you uh, as musical fans you and i we're gonna <laughs> defy the gravity
0: Defy. <laughs> <I'm living less>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you play that at the beginning of this podcast?
0: Yes. And, yes, end, and then like edit the, the song yes. as we fade out? I will. I 100% <laughs> will. It is, worth, it is worth the effort with that. But, uh, you know, so I, I'm thinking about that as an individual. He makes you feel like you can defy, defy all odds. As an entrepreneur, he removes all those limiting beliefs that make you yes. feel like you can't do something. Yes. And then I'm thinking, you know, as leaders... Can you can you emulate what he's doing to create the same feeling in an organization? And you yes. know, I ha- I'm going to be totally honest. I have to say, like, I'd never actually really followed Tony Robbins. Like, I found him a little bit like too much. Like, hey, how you doing? Today's going to be a great day. It's going to be an amazing day. Yeah, like, just- I mean, I'm a bit much. So, for me to think that someone else is a bit much is a lot. So- <laughs> um but I am I am intrigued I am intrigued at what the you know this morning we were on clubhouse talking about leadership competencies you know what are the what are the leadership competencies that Tony Robbins brings to the table that that creates this and you know yes part of it is personality charisma um you know Mm -hmm. extroversion and this this ability to just connect and it, there has
1: to be more. Yeah, and and you just actually, I just thought of something, and just seeing his interaction with, um, not not during my virtual, because he didn't actually have any personal interaction, uh, but seeing you know some of his YouTube and see how interact with people personally, he truly sees the good in you, and he sees the potential in you, or at least that how he. Make you feel, you know, when everyone probably think you're odd and weirdo, like whatever labels you get in life. He's like, no, you're not that guy. No, you're not that girl. Like, this is the good in you. It's believing in a person. Imagine, imagine your boss said that to you, right? Imagine your boss is like you know, your weaknesses and whatever, you know, everything technical you can teach, but to see the potential in you and say, I know you can do this. How, how are we going to move forward? How am I going to help you? Because I know you can do this.
0: I oh, believe in you.
1: Imagine like, I say that to you.
0: Yeah, <gasps> it, 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 it's, it's absolutely mind- it's mind-boggling. The impact that it could have yeah. And I think some people are sitting there saying like, oh, come on, I'm not going to run around to my employees and, you know, treat them like kids and say, I believe in you. How can I help you do what you need to do? I mean, I know that there is, you know, a subset of 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 leaders and managers that are thinking like, no, I don't really, it's not my job to unleash your potential. It's it's your job right. to have potential right. your job to... Uh, figure out how to do it. That's what we pay you for. My job is to uh-huh. make sh- I mean, uh, at that point, I don't actually understand what the leader thinks their job is.
1: Ah, uh, yes. You, right? you hit it. You hit it in the head. It's not their job to unleash your potential, it's your own job. Right? Like, but it, it, but I it mean, is. I mean, maybe.
0: Sure, it is. Maybe theoretically, it certainly is. And but that's what's. Yeah, is it the- possible? Yeah. That there are also individuals for whom if you could just help them unlock that, mm-hmm. that they could, you know, that they could really, I don't want to say soar, but I'm just gonna say they could soar. Right? I, I, <laughs> I, the, I, gravity. I defy <laughs> the gravity. Okay, I don't know this. I can't think of the tune right now. Um, um but yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm so fascinated by that because most certainly, you know, every person is going to go into a team and there's going to be your high performer, your high performer is just your, you know, your type a, they're just great. Uh, They have all the qualities that you want. They chase after things. They don't need direction. They don't need correction. They don't, they don't, they barely need anything. And that's your, you kind of sometimes think like, this is what every employee should be like. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's some kind of gradation of, of other employees who maybe aren't in the right role for them or the personality fit isn't quite right or something's going on at home or no, you know, they have limiting beliefs about themselves and their abilities. Yeah. And that for those, you know, the remaining three out of five people on your team that aren't your high performers, all you have to do is untap it. And yeah, I have a question. Did it take a lot of, effort for Tony so how many hours was that 48 hours Mm -hmm. about that 48 hours to to unlock your potential and so you imagine you have full-time employees so what um, yeah one one (laughs) hour a week would be 52 hours yeah So, if you spent just one hour a week yeah with your team members helping them unlock their potential Theoretically, in a year, they could be unleashed, and and maybe that's too long of a drive time. Maybe I, I'm yeah. saying that at, maybe at the most.
1: But I think your point is, if people, if leaders focus on that, if leaders start putting that as a priority as much as developing your people and genuinely caring the development, and seeing their potentials as much as your PL results, uh, it, it will come. Like the organization will succeed when your people are succeeding, when they're succeeding in their personal life. I mean, how much could we say about personal life? for, for me, if I'm not in a good space personally, I cannot perform. If I have all these burden and stress in my personal life, I, I'm not a good employee. I'm not a good, um, I'm not productive. So, so, so much of that is hinging on somebody understanding and knowing and being there for you. And when you make sure that they're taken care of personally, personal development and the work productivity will come. I have, yeah. to, I have to tell you um, one of the training that I've been a part of um, about 10 years ago now when I first started working at Disney and um, it was immersive full week training. Um, um, and it, they call this training called the Emerging Leadership Training. Hmm. So they're plucking managers uh, from around the world. It was one of the best training experience I've ever had, I have to tell you. Uh, Emerging Leadership, and halfway through, actually, even first day through the the course, it's very immersive, very well done. Uh, First day through the course, I I noticed that this entire training has nothing to do with Disney. The entire booklet, everything I'm reading is everything about me being the best version of me. It was so powerful, <laughs> yeah. Because they believe if you are the best version that you can be, and very similar to what you know Tony
0: is saying too, then you're going to be the best employee. That's that we can. Have. We have so yeah. many uh, L and D programs trying to you know um, make things specific to organizations, customizing um, content so that it's job specific when in reality uh here's a here's a mic drop when in reality it is only the people that have this power to unlock what they're capable of and Mm. and be their best selves Mm. right the organization pushing their um their uh, desires and needs mm-hmm. and, and demands isn't helpful and content that's specific to orga- isn't helpful. It's all about does the content connect with individuals and inspire them to change yes. their behavior?
1: Yes, yes, well done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Janice, thanks Janice. Uh, that, you know, it's how I think, right? Uh, uh, in true extrovert fashion, uh, my best ideas and concepts all come out through having amazing conversations with people like you. Um, and I, I think, let me see if I have one more, I thought I had one more question. Um, would you do it again?
1: Tony Robbins?
0: Yeah. absolutely. Or, or is it a one I, and done?
1: No, no. Now, you know, uh, personally, I, I would love to be alive like in the live audience. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the great thing about the virtual is that I signed up and my husband sat right next to me and sure, you're going to have that shared experience and you're both on the same page. This is the beautiful byproduct that you will experience. And imagine as a couple or you know whoever you share this experience with right alongside with you and you both feel limitless. <laughs> you amazing. both have a news, you know, like knowing what a beautiful life means and all that good stuff. And, and why is it not a one and done for me? Because you you talked about, you know, it's like exercising a muscle, mental muscle also needs to be exercised. I'm sure over uh, the, you know, the, over this year, you know, we have so much to worry about. Uh, and, uh, you know, you need to remind yourselves, like those are those were the reasons why, you know, you have um, this new directions and really kind of go back to training your mind, training um, how you feel every day, being, uh, having the gratitude, practicing all that, that, that also takes practice to master it. So, yeah, I would say yes, I would definitely love to go back. (laughs) (laughs) You would it. think that he paid me to say all
0: of this thing, but no. He, I know. No, uh, please no. note, this is not a paid sponsorship by Tony Robbins. No, we are not getting any back pay for. for what's going There's no commissions, no no referral fees. No, we, we are not running an MLM here. This is, uh, this is no back end deals. No back end deals. This is all pure, uh, purely again. Uh, Again, you know, the reason I had you on this podcast is because I, I, I saw you go through this and went, what the heck? This isn't, this isn't who I expected to do Tony Robbins and, and be so pumped about it. And that's why I wanted to have you on. And I think we made some amazing connections to personal development and leadership development. And uh, Janice, I can't wait to play all the Wicked soundtrack throughout this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and i want to thank you thank you for being with us and what i would love to do is once i have um come out of tony robbins we'd love to oh, have you back yes. on the podcast oh, and like let's, uh, let's reflect again so stay let's tuned. Do that stay tuned everyone for uh <laughs> that episode uh coming sometime in in mid-june where we reflect on on that
1: experience oh that would be fun i look forward to that and thank you so much for having me i had A ton of fun it's my first podcast and uh yes this is the best first podcast whiteboard consulting
0: love it it. i love it we popped your podcast cherry and and now i'm (laughs) gonna pop my tony robbins cherry soon and uh we're excited to share it all thanks for having us janice amazing thanks thanks for joining us (laughs) amazing have a great day And to you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to At The Whiteboard. Please make sure you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to At The Whiteboard so that you don't miss any of our next new, great, amazing episodes. Talk to you soon. Bye.